all things automotive with the petrol head, Nico Smith. Hello, Nico. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Are you on the couch <laughs> with a cup of coffee? I am indeed on the couch with a cup of coffee. So I'm just trying to see if petroleum is on the um, period. No petroleum, no, petroleum won't be on the period. No, it's not there. Oh, you know that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about chocolate? It's not an element. What about chocolate? <laughs> chocolate is the most basic yeah. element in the world. I have to tell you, Nico, we've had more requests for anything than uh, with for, uh, than anything else for this uh, Tiny Betty's chocolate cake. It is a total requester from everyone. So thank you. Thank <laughs> <No. laughs> Tiny Betty. I mean, Tiny Betty was like my third grandmother. Yeah. When we were growing up. And I'll, I said to him, Dosh, I actually have a picture of Tani Betty, which I'll send to you. Um, it's somewhere on my computer. Um, and, um, um, yeah, she was just uh, awesome. We could go there to a house when we visited, and she'd always make sweet stuff. And, um, and me and my sister could have whatever we wanted, as much as we wanted. You know, like normally your parents would say, you know, just two or one. Tani Betty, like whatever we wanted, sweet stuff we could have. Oh. So, and, yeah. And she, so she spoiled us rotten. And, uh, so Tony Betty was really special to us. So, um, so but I'm interested, you you know, like you're, you're very forward thinking because with your Tiny Betty recipe, which is in fact a microwave cake, which is just perfect, mm -hmm. you've also put in Nico's alternative topping. Yes. So you, well, you're, there's actually, Nick, there's a third alternative which I recently started adding, yeah. which effectively is um, um, the same amount of, let's say, 180 grams um or 200 grams, like a lint slab, oh, plus the same amount of water and milk, and I um, just melt those slowly together and just pour that over. In other words, the same amount, or, or cream, not milk, sorry, cream. So let's say um, two, 200 ml cream and 200 ml lint chocolate, mm. I would melt those together, but I'd put that, I'd put a, a pot of boiling, boiling water and then something, uh, and put that, a, a glass bowl in the boiling water and melt it that way. But I think we should talk about cars, but anyway, that's what I, that's an alternative. Okay. The third one <laughs> is lint chocolate, the same amount of lint chocolate and milk uh, yeah. and cream rather. Melt those two together. Um, and yeah, that's what I do to study Betty's recipe. Okay. Um, so I, I hear your cry to get back into your safety zone. So I'm going to say this. Um, we do have Tiny Betty's recipe. And yeah. if anybody wants it, they can either tweet us on with Twitter at SAFM Radio or even mm -hmm. at Mish Constant, and we will make sure that we tweet it out. Or you can WhatsApp us, um, and you can WhatsApp us super easy on 0614104107. We promise to then add the list. I mean, uh, um, I, I just I just thinking about this. I want to say as well. I know she's not listening, but uh, shout out to um, to Tony Betty's daughter Esther, and she's she's going through chemotherapy. She's she's got cancer currently, and she's She's going to chemo, so um, I also want to say to her that I'm thinking of her right now because it's quite a tough time. <clears throat> and you can imagine there's a lot of people that are going through this, and it's really a tough situation. So I want to say to Esther, I'm thinking of you as well in this tough time. Okay, that's very kind of you to do that, and I think all SFM listeners feel the same as well. Nico, this is what I'm going to suggest you do. Mm -hmm. Next week. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, here we go again. No, here we go again. <laughs> yes. Um, you are going to send us during the week another recipe that you think is just a rock star recipe. Okay. Uh, easy. I'm, I'm a, no, no, easy. no, no, no. Listen, I, I'm like, 
I'm like, um, uh, who shall I be like? Um, I'm trying to think of, I'm like Murray Head. You know who Murray Head is? No. Come on, you do. One night in Bangkok. So oh. I'm a one hit wonder. So Murray Head, one, <laughs> one hit wonder. One night in Bangkok, there was nothing else ever of significance in the music industry. I'm like Murray Head, one hit wonder. Then he beat his chocolate cake, which isn't even mine. So I'm a one-hit wonder, forget it, no more hits from me. No, man, <laughs> ask your mother or someone and send us a simple <laughs> recipe mother. for something. And then we, because I'm telling you, I mean, Tubby Singh is having her work cut out, sending, mm-hmm. I would love to have Tiny Betty's chocolate cake, would love the recipe, Tiny Becky, Betsy's chocolate cake, Tiny Becky's chocolate cake, Morning JSB, people are just going ballistic, but listic for Tiny Betty's chocolate cake recipe. Mm. So I bet you you've got another recipe somewhere. Okay, what are you going to talk to us with regards to cars? Well, we should start with a question, um, and, and it's quite a long one about um, yeah. a person. Uh, uh, about the, Have you got the question with you? Can you read it, or should I try and summarize what it's? Please, I think summarize okay. what it's uh, So I got a question from someone, Steve, and Steve was saying, Okay, it was a long, 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 <laughs> like literally two-page um, uh, question to do with cars, specifically with Hondas. And um, finally, he said, sorry, academics. I said, because I said to him, what's your question specifically, or is it a statement? And then he said, sorry, um, academics use way too many words. My question is, has this Honda CRV wheel system problem, he was talking about the problem, been identified as a design or factory flaw in South Africa? Is there a CRV wheel system problem? And are there <coughs> technical grounds for me to insist that Honda replace it even though the car is not out of warranty? Okay, so let me add a bit to that because I'll try and summarize also the, the long um, message. <coughs> Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat this morning again. Yeah. So basically, it's a 2013 Honda CRV. Yeah. Um, the car is out of warranty. Um, I mean, it's nine years old. Now, I'm not sure when the problem started, but there's a problem with the power steering system. It's, it seems to me like it's an electromechanical power steering. So um, cars before had hydraulic power steering. In other words, the engine turned the hydraulic pump. Yeah. Manufacturers, a lot of them moved on to electric power steering, which is an electric motor that assisted the steering. Um, and now there's a fault on the um, power steering of the Honda. Um, and um, one of the things is apparently one of the somebody at a dealership, well, Honda knows about this um, uh, in Cape Town, for it. And, and but Honda says, well, um, you need to go to the ombudsman. So first of all, I would always be careful of what a person says at a dealership um, because um, yeah, they, they're not speaking for the manufacturer. Unfortunately, the reality here is simple: if your car is out of warranty. Um, a manufacturer won't easily cover the mistake um, that the car has, um, especially when it's this far down the line. Um, it can be that there's a recognized fault, um, and if there is a recognized fault, normally the manufacturers would replace that. But what tends to happen is if your car has any issues and the car's out of warranty, it is kind of difficult to go back to the manufacturer and say, well, it's, it's a known fault, because it might be a fault on cars in other countries, but we don't know what the spec or spec is of those cars. Is it the same as the South African spec? So the the short answer is unfortunately I think you're going to battle um, because the car is so far out of warranty. You might read on the internet about people having faults, but to be honest, you can find a fault with any car. If you type, choose any car in the world you want and probably search for faults, 
and you're going to find faults. It's like, you know, never Google your symptoms. So when you Google your symptoms, you're going to find out quite bad things. And it says on Google, you might die soon. So you must be careful of Googling your symptoms. And the same applies to, unfortunately, Googling a fault, because you probably will find that there would be faults on certain cars. So it's a difficult one, and it depends on what websites gives you the information. So and I think the short answer now eventually is you're going to battle to find um, any recourse because it's so far out of warranty. So if I look at his question, um, he said that he went on to the website vehiclehistory.com questions. What are the 2013 Honda CRV electric power steering problems? Mm. So now, if that is online, um, is this something that, for example, may be covered internationally, but maybe the um, manufacturing firm don't cover it here in South Africa? How does that work? It's possible. I mean, let's start with what is that website exactly? So in all fairness, who are those people? Yeah. Um, you know, I can have um, um, alwaysfixit.com, and um, I'm going to tell you how to do things, but you don't exactly know who I am. So unfortunately, the Internet is always not necessarily reliable. You have to start with whoever is the information, whoever gives you information. That's always the way I look. Mm. And I don't know who, these, who this website is. So um, the manufacturer themselves would be a good start, their website, and some sort of independent ombudsman type, um, ombudsman type um, website or company. For instance, if they then say there's an international problem, that would be something I would look at. But otherwise, it's always difficult because I also just Googled um, Honda CRV problems. And I found some, uh, if I go look at my search history, I also find some, some other website, unfortunately, that gives me information. But I don't know who the website is. And yeah. I always am a little bit circumspect with what that information is because I don't know who that is. So yeah. it could be an international problem. It could not be. The, 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 the short story is really... Your car is a 2013, and unfortunately, you're so far out of warranty that mm. you're not going to find, even with the ombudsman, they're going to say, sorry, you know, that it's too far. Yeah, it should have warranty. been picked up during the warranty. Is what I understand, or, or shortly afterwards, probably. But so far, I mean, my car also, my car is a 2013 model as well. And I've constantly, you know, not constantly, but they're small little niggles now. And I'm not going to be able to fix it at all. I realize that my car is old, and things eventually on older cars have issues. So Are you gonna you're sell just going to have to replace I don't have money to buy a new one, so I'll just stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> so that website, just for your reference, it's vehiclehistory.com. And then, like, I'm reading what it's about. Vehicle History's team of automotive experts bring you the most accurate and up-to-date used car information. We research hundreds of models each year to help you gain confidence about one of your larger purchase decisions. I mean, it would be interesting to maybe find out more about that website, but also maybe to go to Honda and just ask them what uh, their take on all of this is. Yeah, I think you start with a manufacturer. That's where I would always start. But I think you're going to have it. I'm sorry because I'm I'm trying to be neutral in this one. Yeah. But honestly, I think you're going to have a tough time. Um, yeah. But the problem is the power steering apparently is something like 50,000 rands. It is crazy. Who's got that money? Yeah. But I think you're going to battle. Yeah. So let's, if anybody does drive a Honda, maybe some other people have experienced this and they are in warranty. Um, if you have got an issue with your power steering, maybe you drive a Honda, just um, WhatsApp us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and you can WhatsApp us on 0614104107. You can follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFMJSB. Um, or indeed, you could just call us on 086 0002032. 086 0002032.
Everybody wants that mouth-watering cake. It's true. Can, can I ask one thing, please? Please yeah. give us some feedback. Once you send us some pictures of Tony Betty's cake, once you bake it, tell us how yeah. it was. Because everybody's, everybody's downloading the stuff, and I'm, I'm sure baking away, but nobody's giving us feedback. So, well, I don't know. I'm, you know well, they're only going to be able to give you feedback now because you've just, it's taken you about 100 years to remind you to give us. No, no, this, no. Yeah, this, no. This no, no, no. This is the third time we've done this. <laughs> Actually, by the way, if you remember, this is the third time we're sending, I mean, obviously there's new people listening to us, but this is the third time we're sending out kind of British cake, if you remember correctly. You know what's quite sweet is that yeah. um, someone has said, you must send me the chocolate cake recipe. I'm vegan, but I'm going to bake it for my mother. I think that's incredibly kind. Um, Someone else saying, um, I had no clue about the periodic chart. It sounds interesting and useful. This is Sandra in Benoni. Um, Nice topics this morning. And I don't have an oven to bake the cake. Guess what, Sandra? It's a microwave oven cake. It's not even an oven oven cake. You could just shove it in the microwave and there, boom, boom. it's, it's, It's almost foolproof. You just mix the stuff together. You stick it in the microwave. You just follow the instructions. So upside down, put it in there, leave it for eight minutes. Eight minutes later, take it up, pour your topping on, and off you go. And it's really actually, a, it, it's, a, it's not dry. It's so, Nico, someone wants to And know. it works nicely with ice cream, by the way. It's great with ice cream. Jeez, it's, it's great with that topping you made. Yo, it's too much. Yeah. Um, Nico, someone wants to know, um, can you convert a petrol car to an electric car? Uh, I guess you could. But it's a lot of money because you've got to put the battery somewhere. Um, you've got to take the engine out. Um, but if you search again on the internet, the other day I saw somebody that, remember the old Datsun Bucky? Yeah. Uh, and I think it was in Australia, the guy had converted his Datsun Bucky to an electric Bucky. So you take out the engine, yeah. um, then because effectively an electric motor, electric car is like an electric drill. So the electric drill has got the drill and the battery, and that's an electric car. So you can take all the moving bits out, where the engine was, stick an electric motor in there, stick a battery on the back, and off you go. I guess in theory that should be how easy it is. It might not be exactly that easy, but um, I'm, I've seen it done. Uh, there's actually saying that now that I think of it. There's companies in the UK, um, and people are taking their old Rolls Royces, their Jaguars, um, their old 1960s Jaguars, and their old Aston Martins and whatever, and the company converts those cars onto electric cars. So you might see this old Rolls Royce going down the road, and it's been converted to an electric car. It costs you crazy pounds, ridiculous amounts of money, yeah. but they convert old cars on um, and make them electric cars. So, but 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 practically with a new car or whatever current car you have, you need the expertise and you need a lot of money. Um, so it's not necessarily practical. Yeah. Um, also, um, car manufacturers are doing that. So they might be taking a current platform. So manufacturers would take, let's say, BMW on the new iX3. It's basically an X3 car platform, internal combustion engine platform, that they've converted onto an electric car platform. So it can be done. Would you do it? Or would you just go and buy an electric car? Oh, no, I'd just buy an electric car. I mean, my expertise is way not good enough. And uh, the, the money involved. And normally conversions have other issues that can um, appear. And the battery weighs a lot. So you have to strengthen the suspension. So it can be done. But it's, it's costly and it needs knowledge. Some people do it as a hobby. Um, I guess you could, even with car batteries, you could put car batteries in. And, but it, it's, yeah, it's not something I would, my knowledge is way not enough. <laughs> I, just, I just know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nico, 
Um, mm. Anything else? We, you know, we we kind of running out of time. Is there? I imagine. Exactly. I, I had a big topic, but I think well, I'll move it on to um, next week. Um, what was the topic? Now, I wanted to talk it to, um, but it doesn't help you start because it takes a while. I wanted to talk it about right to repair. Um, <clears throat> but um, because right to repair, how many? We've got four minutes left. Yeah. Okay, let's see how it goes in the four minutes. So right to repair effectively um, came into place in 1 July 2021. Um, and what right to repair was that um, if somebody buys a car, before you had to only service it at the manufacturer to retain your warranty. Yeah. And right to repair said, now you can go to an ISP or independent service provider. You could service the car there and you could still retain your warranty, um, which um, on the face of it is a good thing because um, and it actually um, doesn't only extend to the, the, the motor industry. It extends to other things as well. But on the motor industry, the, the positive side of that is you can go anywhere else. You, you're not, you don't only have to go to the manufacturer. Um, but the, if you start looking at the details, it is still important that wherever you go, um, that whoever services the car puts quality parts in there um, and their workmanship is to the same standard of the manufacturer. So um, because um, what will happen is, let's say I service the car somewhere, mm. not at the manufacturer, and whoever puts in a part puts in an inferior part um, and something else breaks. I cannot go to the manufacturer because the manufacturer could look at the workmanship and say, well, the workmanship wasn't according to our standards. So the good thing about right to repair is it allows you to go to any independent service provider to service the car and maintain or keep the warranty. But you would also look at the manufacturer because some of the manufacturers might say, you know, that's fine and we respect that, but you have to be registered with us. You have to buy our tools um, because when you sometimes service cars, they need special tools to be able to do certain functions. So you need the special tools and you also might need the program. So a lot of new cars, um, they um, need electronic machines. You plug it into the car effectively and you can diagnose the problems. So you might need the programs that are related to that. And they might even require you to do the training, which is understandable because any car manufacturer would always train their technicians. So they could then also say, you know what, if you want to service your car or if somebody else, let's say Nico wants to service your car, Nico then has to do the training with us so that he can service the car in the right way. So what it has done, it's opened up the training um, and the training, the manufacturers will probably, you actually have to look at each one, but they might say, you're welcome to come and train your technician with us. We'll, this is the price to train him so that they can service the car. So right to repair allows you to service somewhere, anywhere else, but um, and retain your warranty. But you've got to make sure that it's to the manufacturer's standards because they can always look at the work and say, well, you know what, it's inferior part, or you know what, we don't do it like this. It hasn't been done to our standard, and you could lose the warranty. So it is something definitely to consider um, when you look at this because part of this as well, before manufacturers would give you a maintenance plan as part of the price. Yes. Now it's shown as a separate item, and if you choose, you can actually delete it. Um, so you could take out the service plan if you don't want to pay the money. You could take out the maintenance plan if you don't want to do that. But me personally, I wouldn't do that because there always there are other services also sometimes linked to that, like a roadside assist, um, which is good. Plus, the manufacturer normally there's no issues when they, when you need to service. They just do it if you've stuck to the schedule. So um, it is something that you have a choice, but you really have to consider if it is worth your while. And if it was me. I would just, because I'm not feeling it because it's added to the price of the car, it was something I wouldn't easily take off. 
There we go. Okay, Nico, I'm going to put the call out. So anybody who gets uh, Nico's Tiny Betty cake, um, you need to send us photos next week, Saturday, um, yes. on WhatsApp or on Twitter, however you choose to do it, so that we can see how it went. How about that? That's all cool. And I'll, I'll send you a picture of Tiny Betty. It's a deal. Nine o'clock, time for the news. Good morning.